Hello, everyone. I'm Chris. That's Matt. Hey. And this is the Boo Boys, our podcast. Keep it down, boys. I hired a symphony, guys. Guys, <laughs> hey. Hey, come on, guys. Are I know not- it's a great song, but okay. Sorry, I'm gonna get them to stop. We're, hey, we're not guys. Get copyright claimed, are we? Yeah. I'd like I was to see. We're I'd get like DMCA'd. to see. <laughs> I'd like to see Free Kim come after us, dude. We will shut him down. Uh, oh yeah, this is our podcast where we try to turn Kyle Hello. into a horror movie fan, one mm-hmm. film at a time. How are you boys doing? Doing good, doing good. Here, wait, uh, uh, Kyle. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm doing well. I don't care for the music, but I mean it's fine. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Go so, ahead. What's on your mind? Are, are we done with the introduction? Is that it? <laughs> I I think it'd be a funny goof if I just turn that on you know, randomly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, sure. Well, anyway, this makes me think of that. Does that music not kind of remind you of the Halloween theme? <laughs> a little bit. I, well, it's in that same same uh, era of movies. Anyway, kind of. Yeah. That's this is so. This went. is actually. This wasn't written. Uh, okay, I guess we should just say really fast. Uh, this week we watched The Exorcist. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, 1973. Anyone who's seen the movie should have known that instantly by hearing that song. Um. And that's actually Tubular Bells, which was its own album, but they used that like opening bit of one of the songs in the film, and it just like took off from there. And it's now known as like the Exorcist song. Um, but yeah, it definitely does have that kind of John Carpenter, which obviously uh, Halloween came later, but right. similar maybe vibes. A little, maybe a little uh, inspiration there. Oh my God, do you think John stole Two Blueger Bells? Do you think he even Ooh. watched The Exorcist? Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, this week uh, we watched, this is my turn. I was in charge. I finally got to pick a movie after like seven weeks of Matt yep. getting after, to decide. After my Monopoly. <laughs> How did it feel? It was an unbelievable run. Yep. <laughs> Probably will never be seen again in this podcast. Like six straight weeks of ne- Matt's films. Never say chosen. never. Never say never. <laughs> this is young. Yeah. So yeah, we watched uh, The Exorcist, 1973, by William Friedkin, uh, and based on the novel. And he also wrote the screenplay, William Peter Blatty. Uh, and yeah, this movie is one of the most famous horror movies of all time. Uh, it was the first horror movie to be nominated for an Academy Award for Best Picture. It oh, was really? the highest grossing rated R horror film until It Chapter One a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is like the movie that made studios willing to take risks on these horror movies and started this huge wave of A-tier actors diving into horror. So figured, you know, we got to talk about it here on our horror podcast. Mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense. About time. <laughs> so i guess uh, for people who don't know i'll just give a quick summary and then we'll hear what you guys thought about the film um this is a movie about a young girl who starts acting erratically her mother has her do all these medical tests can't decide what's wrong with her she's getting worse and worse finally realize that she is possessed and so two priests come in to perform an exorcism hence the name the exorcist 
And yeah, that's kind of the main uh, thing of the movie. Uh, Kyle, I guess um, I'm assuming have either of you seen this movie before? No, uh, no, actually. OK, yeah, I had seen this. It, it'd been a while back, so it was fun to watch this again. Um, but yeah, let's just hear it. Kyle, what would you think of The Exorcist? I thought I. Uh... I guess now that, that it makes sense um, how you're describing that it was uh, kind of the movie to kick off studios investing more in it because it really was it really was well done uh, compared to, I don't know, other movies of that uh, or horror movies, I should say, of, of that era. It had the production value was there. There's definitely um, everything going for it. And uh, there were some there were some unsettling parts for sure, pretty much. Uh, in the back half when mm-hmm. things really just kind of spiraled out of, out of control for our, our girl, Reagan. Matt, what did you think of The Exorcist? Uh, I thought it was really well made. I thought, um, I mean, I know we'll kind of get into more of the, the scares in, in mm-hmm. just a sec, but um, I thought there wasn't too many, but I felt like in a good way. I feel like the, mm-hmm. the parts that, that were scary or suspenseful, like, they really went out for it and you know all the other stuff was good like story building and i really enjoyed that so yeah for me this is one of those movies i love this movie it's one of my favorite films uh that that transcends the horror genre i love horror movies probably my favorite genre movie it's why i forced you guys to do this podcast <laughs> um but but this is a movie that i almost don't even think of as horror i just think of it as cinema and just wait this is what movies can and should be is um is that all it takes to do a podcast is just pick your favorite genre of movie and force your friends to watch yeah what how we got here oh no when are you gonna make us what you guys kick off (laughs) a new podcast here kyle we're doing a rom-com podcast (laughs) (laughs) next stay tuned the key is just i'm always down but you got to come up with a snappy title or else no one's gonna listen Uh, rom-com kids uh, <laughs> we'll keep workshopping yeah, yeah think yeah, about yeah. it um so i mentioned uh this movie was nominated for best picture but it did not win can you guys do you guys know can you guess what won best picture over uh, uh the exorcist 73 1970s um whew. was i'll it? give you i'll give you a hint oh i like a hint salad dressing what salad dressing that's supposed to be a hint <laughs> would uh, you like to phone a friend yeah caesar? oh caesar Ooh, maybe mm. uh i'm just gonna tell you because this will be it's uh paul newman was is the second clue that was the salad dressing paul newman oh geez my well, nose is itchy i'm scratching the side of my nose let's go bet on the horse races it was the sting. Oh <laughs> my God. Just, <laughs> that's bad. Um, so, uh, I think before we talk about whether we found this movie scary, uh, I will tell you the audiences back in the day found this movie horrifying. Uh, this is one of those famous movies where people like that ambulances waiting outside of theaters. What? This is where people like vomited and passed out and there was reports of heart attacks and miscarriages during this film what um 
yeah just like absolutely wild stories you know there was this i was reading about it this critic at the time in his story on the exorcist said when he went to the bathroom it looked like a scene from the film with like uh vomit all over the walls oh my god Dude, I I was wondering that. I actually because I think what was the one movie, other movie, or I don't know. We we're talking about uh, the day. Uh, so, uh, Texas, no, Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. Where you were saying that, and I like didn't think it was that scary. <laughs> I was wondering, and I didn't think it was like scary, but I could definitely tell, like uh, you know, obviously huge budgetary and, and production differences in the movies. Not that I mean they each have their their place in the history, but. Um, I was thinking, like, I wonder if this is one of those movies that people just found absolutely terrifying, and lo and behold, <laughs> here we are. So thank Matt, you. Matt, uh, did you have a heart attack during this movie? Please say no, because no. I didn't make you sign a waiver. No, and unfortunately, I was eating while watching this movie. Bold choice. I would have, uh, you know, put a little disclaimer. You may want to set aside food, so... All right. Well, did you guys find The Exorcist scary? Kyle, let's start with you. Ultimately, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was. I, I don't. I mean, it, it was disturbing. I'd say mm-hmm. in some parts. It definitely, like I said at the top, kind of unsettling. How about you, Matt? Any, any, just on big picture, was it scary? For big you? picture, no. I'd say more suspense than scare, but it. Definitely has kind of like we kind of touched on like the Texas Chainsaw kind of feel. Mm -hmm. And I think while both of them pretty good movies, I don't think at least today I would count them as much as horror as well as like just good films. Yeah, I I I think I'm closer with Kyle where it's not I wasn't scared, but I do find it upsetting some of the scenes with the little girl. Um and we can uh, yeah. dive into some of them, but there's just like upsetting things that are happening where you can like envision a loved one, like basically falling apart before your eyes. You know, they have that great practical effects of like scarring and mm-hmm. um, her like hairs falling out and bags under her eyes. And it's just like, by the end, she's like this little corpse basically. Um, so I guess just uh, to start out, let's talk about the opening half basically where, mm-hmm they aren't sure it's a possession and it's all about these medical tests. And I think the one that stands out is the angiograph with like the blood squirting oh, out. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Matt, you're kind of the closest we have to a medical professional here. Uh-huh. Uh, what'd you make of that whole scene? Um, I mean, I wasn't too unsettled by it just cause that, that is, that, that can happen. That, ha- mm. that happens. Uh, just like kind of that rush of blood. But, um, I mean, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, this is costing thousands and thousands of dollars. <laughs> this is like, like, that's my nightmare. That's that's my horror. You know, it's just like, well, we need to get her into five more MRIs. Let's, let's do some more tests. So the medical bills is the scariest part for you in the exercise. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, so what is this procedure? I don't even know what the procedure was. Yeah, Matt, maybe you uh, do have a sense of what it is. Well, a lot of their tests were focused on like looking at the brain. So I think that was like, it was either right before or right after where the doctors were talking about like the thing was like the frontal lobe. So like part mm-hmm. of the brain that deals with like hallucinations or or something like that. So a lot of their tests were like head centric. So, so is an angiograph, I should have looked this up. Uh, is that just like a numbing thing or a test 
or something. Mm. And why did it have to be in her neck? Well, uh, like just spurting blood. It's... So I'll I'll uh, bring it up here specifically. So I have it pulled up for this. Mm. Um, so oh. uh, angiography is an examination by X-ray of blood or lymph vessels. Mm. Um, so I guess essentially uh, probably just checking. They to have see... to like put. Oh, they have to put like special. Uh, the special sauce into her bloodstream is for, oh, it, to show, to, to, for it to show up. In her, I don't know, for lack of a obviously correct. No, I think you got it. Special I, think, sauce. I would say maybe like a dye. Yeah. <laughs> so normally they put oh, dyes. Like okay, the blood okay. vessels to show different... up in the X-ray. Yeah. Uh, is that what it is? Yeah. I. I mean. I think for I the got most it now. part. I got it. I'm a medical expert now. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> it's interesting that scene. Uh, Friedkin in the DVD commentary. And this is his words, so I don't know. But he claims that it was such a realistic scene that it was shown during radiologist training films. They showed that shot. And uh-huh. I don't know if that's true, but that's what that's what he claims. And I, you know, I have no reason not to trust him. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, for me, that was the most upsetting. That I guess scariest, for lack of a better word, that was for me just because you know yeah. medical procedures and it just felt really intense and. Um, mm-hmm. I looked away a little bit. Oh, you did. Interesting. A little bit. Just like a quick like I was like, I don't need, I don't need to watch this. Uh Blatty, the guy who wrote the book, uh he also apparently skips that scene when he rewatches the film. Yeah, smart huh. man. So you and him, Kyle, you should yeah. write where, where's your screenplay? Uh, I don't know, but I'm going to include a uh <laughs> what is it called? An a, Angiography. 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 (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm going to look away during it. Uh, Guaranteed success. Matt, what'd you think of the opening in Iraq? Uh, I was super confused. I first (laughs) thought that I clicked on the wrong movie, (laughs) to be honest. I was like, like, is this the uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark or something? I did not know (laughs) they were watching The Mummy today. (laughs) Yeah. But I I liked the tie-in. I liked the tie-in throughout the movie. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was interesting. I, yeah, it's a little it's a little funky. Start rewatching. Um, you know, by the end you kind of tie like okay, something with that tomb and the statue mm-hmm. and the little uh, figure like is attached to this possession. But it it doesn't quite. It's not like a one for one. Like mm-hmm. it would have made more sense if like Reagan was visiting with her mom in Iraq and then mm-hmm. he like followed her back to Georgetown. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, and the, I mean, the priest at the beginning just kind of disappears until they need him for the exorcism. Yeah. He shows up in that, in one of the most famous shots of him under the streetlight, where, if you remember, sorry, one second. <laughs> this is playing. Oh. <laughs> there were anyway. times where I got lost between, um, who was who and what was what and the names and everything. I was a little mm. tired watching it and that might tie into a, a new segment. Oh, is there, wait, is there an segment. even newer segment? There's an let's, even newer segment. Let's hear it. What's your new okay. segment? It's, it's just hopefully non-recurring and it, it <laughs> has to do with me uh, perhaps falling asleep in, oh, the, no. in the middle of the movie. I was very tired after work when I watched this, um, but it's called uh, fill in the gaps. <laughs> okay. And okay. When did you fall asleep? So, and usually i'm good and i'll rewind but i was like "Ah, i don't really want to rewind i just want to get this over with and actually another thing i did was i paused the movie i was like if i want to make it through the rest of this movie i'm just going to do a quick 20 minute nap so i just paused the movie (laughs) it's nap for 20 minutes woke back up banged it out anyway here we are so 
This is <laughs> this is fill in the gaps. So it was okay. around the probably the fifty minute mark, right around the halfway mark, um, where I fell asleep and I woke up and Reagan was like getting carried out of the car, basically after some examination or something. Okay. She went to like a mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Also, well, here's a question. This uh-huh. might help. Is does is this the movie where um she walks down the stairs like backwards so that's like uh, the version on hbo max that i watched did not have that scene i didn't but... see it either okay no, yeah, yeah I was just... it did not have that. but the this the theatrical cut did not have that scene later editions he added it in so mm. this was must have been the theatrical cut got it so okay you, so i didn't so miss, did not it. miss that okay no. good well then, I guess I don't. I don't think I missed too much. I think I got the. I got. The I think you missed bit. like a few conversations between Ellen Burstyn, uh, the the mother character, with like I. You maybe miss when the doctors basically said, "Why don't you try to get a priest?" Because we don't know something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Okay. And they did. Yeah. So you, you didn't. Okay. In the grand scheme, I mean, you missed parts of one of the most famous movies ever well but it might have other- been like five minutes that, like i really i think i got the gist at that point yeah. that i was like you need a you, you didn't miss anything to that important. that girl needs no. jesus you know? <laughs> <laughs> well you, you could say you could say the whole thing it's a r-rated movie what's the whole thing the, yeah, the, that motherfucker needs jesus oh because uh, speaking of language, there was Someone's, a lot oh, yeah. of language. <laughs> I see why they made it. Well, if not from the blood or other uh, parts, yeah. it was very R-rated for the language. I think the language freaks people out because it's a little like thirteen-year-old girl as a de- possessed demon just cussing up a storm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and my other favorite is I think Ellen Burstyn, the mom, is fantastic in this. And I love when she just gets fed up. She's just like, Jesus Christ, like, what are you fucking doing? And she just like storms off. He's like, I can't take her to another goddamn psychiatrist. <laughs> also, also, I know it's the 1970s, but I think almost every shot had someone smoking a cigarette. Even mm, like yeah. the doctors out of like going out of like an exam room. They'll just like, you wow. know, take one yeah. out. Matt, none of us smoke, but if we had a child who was possessed by a demon, I think yeah. I might take up smoking. True. I mean, even the priests, you know, after a day of praying, they need to. They need that to. Priest, that priest party looked pretty fun. I, like, mm. that's a pretty good time that the priests have. So we had a couple uh, possession scenes uh, where she was doing crazy demon stuff. Uh, Kyle, what was your favorite, like, random Reagan antic she did? Demon Reagan. Uh,. I think just the most probably galling one was just the very first one. It wasn't even demon where she just like started like peeing on the floor. Oh and, yeah. And oh, then God. said like, you're going to die up there. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, okay. I think it's about to pop off here. And I was just like, yeah, it just kind of caught me by surprise. How about you, Matt? Um, I, I mean, I think every time her head, turns 360 mm. degrees <laughs> i think that's a <laughs> i catch yeah. me off guard just a little bit i like the split pea soup vomit uh-huh. <laughs> where she's like she gets him right in the face oh yeah <laughs> it's a classic this is a speaking of that scene this is one of those famous old movies where the director probably pushed things too far <laughs> and, um uh i'll just read some examples here um the scene where Ellen Burstyn gets slapped and like flies across the room. She like hurt her back during that scene. 
Reagan hurt her back during some of the, like the seizure scenes when she was getting yanked around. Yeah, um, I saw I saw like a this was a while ago on mm-hmm. like Twitter, just a random video of, you know, behind the scenes, something or other showed up and it was like the exorcist. Uh, and it showed how like they were making the bed shake with like the practical effects of yeah. just these guys with these levers behind the wall, like shaking the bed. <laughs> and it's just it's like, <laughs> oh my gosh. So I could definitely see how they could just go overboard if they're just like cranking on that thing. Yeah. And she's like also supposed to be wigging out. I think definitely the practical effects help this movie a ton where if it was just like CGI, it would just be too much, especially like uh, early on, they were debating Reagan having her face look like more demonic. And there are flashes in this movie. I don't know if you yeah, noticed. Yeah, you get face... like little flashes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was yeah. going to be her face the whole time. And they decided not to do go that route, which I, I think, think that was works. a huge help. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, the director William Friedkin uh, would have a starter's pistol that he would fire with blanks just to like freak out his actors when he wanted them to be scared. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, the room of the set, you know, the bedroom set uh, was basically a, a refrigeration uh, unit so that the breath would show for the actors mm-hmm. and like, like poor Reagan's a 13 year old girl oh in a nightgown. It basically acting in a freezer. <laughs> <laughs> You know, wow. it was one of those kind different of different times man yeah that's crazy um my favorite probably so the end of this movie both priests die but they save her and the young priest you know gets the demon to possess him and then jumps out the window and, and dies on those famous stairs which are actually in georgetown that oh. staircase were those you the joker visited, joker steps yeah those are the joker <laughs> steps <laughs> Uh, they built that house. The director wanted the window right above the stairs, so he built an extension on the house just to have that shot from the outside. Huh. Um, but anyway, uh, when the priest is dying, the other priest who shows up and like gives him his last rites, that was a real priest uh, at Georgetown who was acting in that role. And to make him upset during that scene, the director just slapped him across the face right before shooting. <laughs> Wait, so the one that that like uh, comforts to him, him at the at yeah. the bottom of the stairs mm-hmm. was it? He that in... was a real priest. So Isn't he in the some... other rest of the movie too? Yeah, he's he's in the movie throughout. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kind of, but yeah. people, some people were upset because the director just spawn slapped the <laughs> priest. <laughs> Nobody's safe. <laughs> <laughs> he's just running around with a starter pistol and just just freezing people. Slapping <laughs> priests, Man, chilling kids. That would have been a, an experience. <laughs> um. Yeah, so this is, uh, I think my favorite parts in this movie are when it's the two priests uh, performing the exorcism mm-hmm. and just like the conversations and you get uh, Reagan just cussing up a storm <laughs> and pulling out all the tricks. I think that's probably my favorite stuff. Yeah. Uh, and that's, yeah. It's the most exciting for sure because it definitely, mm-hmm. like you said at the beginning or that the first half is basically all just medical experience experiments trying to figure out what's going on. Um, so there's just not a lot of, kind of stimulation and besides mm-hmm. the basically the what's the an, an angiography yeah what is it yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna angiography remember it. it's a or, yeah angiography okay <laughs> <Got> it. <laughs> uh but that yeah that obviously was was the most exciting part of like the first half yeah uh you know if not that this movie needs any but if you're going to edit anything you could maybe tighten up some of the early stuff um 
like I, I re, on rewatch like i don't really like the party scene and the director who like dies off screen that kind of stuff is a, a little strange on rewatch um yeah also what was you know what was the director doing in a little girl's room like in what yeah. context was he up there to get I, he obviously got killed by the demon but like when what context did, was he in i didn't find out until that 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 he was I was confused and I don't know why they just didn't show it. If that's because I didn't know she was the one that like killed him. Right. Or initially I thought, I don't know. It's this whole weird B plot with the detective and this dead director at the bottom of the stairs. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, on rewatch, it's, it's just, it just, it's whole, it's a little strange. Um, and I don't know. I, I don't know what the implication. I don't know if he was babysitting for the mom or something. I'm not sure what was going on there. I have no idea. You know, a creepy man walks into a little girl's room. Maybe the demon's doing a solid. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a guard dog. Yeah. Matt, do you have any theories? I don't know. I, I All I know is that I think at some point someone was needing to watch the the girl so okay. yeah right yeah like a babysitter or something yeah because the the nanny or whoever went out to go and get pills for the girl which is why she wasn't there why like she didn't know what was going on so yeah yeah i'm not not too sure got it kyle what'd you think of of the famous max von Sydow, our iraq uh archaeologist and old priest uh, what did I think of him? Mm-hmm. I thought there should have been more of him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> quite frankly, because he just disappeared in for like I don't know an hour or plus. From I mean, you said he he appeared under the streetlight or whatever. I don't even really remember that. I mean, I remember the music, oh, God, but I, I didn't know it was him necessarily. <laughs> oh, music. <laughs> Cue it. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Uh, no, but I liked him. I thought he was. Oh, here's here's what I here's what I wrote down about this this character. Mm-hmm. When, it, it didn't have anything directly to do with him, but when they're talking about who should accompany the young priest, they're like, uh, it should be someone older, you know? And they're like, it should be this guy. Uh, he did an exorcism like 10, 12 years ago. It lasted a month. I heard it damn near killed him. <laughs> and they're like, just, they're like, okay, so now he's a de- decade older and you're just going to send him right back into an exorcism. <laughs> you know, the last one just almost killed him. It's just like, wow, like you guys are really, really doing him a solid. Should make sure it finishes the job. Yeah, and it did. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. yeah. Um, it's funny, Max von Sydow in that film was only 43, and so he was in what? old person makeup huh. uh, for that film. Wow. Um yeah, it apparently cold. took like three hours to get ready for his shots. Jeez, I mean, it showed, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, well, we always play a game. This is kind of a weird one. Uh, it's always weird when it's a, like a parent and a kid, because, yeah. you know, it's like, but we're going to answer, when would you bounce? Wait, here's how we could... Here's okay. how we could do it. It's yeah. if you were watching this in 1973 in the <laughs> okay, theater, yeah, when would great. you bounce to go to the bathroom and through just, just, just throw your up. guts out <laughs> on the bathroom wall? <laughs> and we've we've already established that none of us would have that issue because none of us puked in, in modern day, but we are 
mm-hmm. a trio of 1973 yeah. lads going to the, the silver screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's start with uh, uh, you, Matt. When do you go puke your guts when out in the theater? Go, um, okay. <laughs> And do you uh, make it to the bathroom, or are you like kind of running with your hand over your mouth? <laughs> it's just like, oh. <laughs> um, I would say probably the closest. Funny enough, isn't any of the vomiting? It is when they do the test, where they Ooh. puncture the mm. the neck. You don't even make it to like the possession <laughs> stuff. I nope. I, well, I think but... I think what I do is I'm I'm looking at that. I'm seeing what's about to happen, and I think. Should I just go to the bathroom just in case? <laughs> you know, I should, you know, kind of do like one of those, like, <sighs> you stand like up, those, like, make your you way know, to exit. Prepare to, prepare to do it, but then, uh-huh. you know, it, it doesn't happen, and then you, you go back and sit down. So, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, we'll save you for last, Kyle. Okay. Um, I have a heart attack in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> at my seat. I don't, you know, no okay. puking. I just drop dead <laughs> oh during the during the crucifix masturbation scene. I think oh, is what gets. Oh fuck! Uh, I forgot. Nineteen seventy three. Chris just can't handle it. It's too much. Yeah. You know, I was already primed for the heart attack during the young girl swearing stuff and then just seeing that and then the mom's face getting like shoved down there it was just too much oh me. fuck yeah i forgot about that so i blocked that i'm out. dead yeah well, C- I, I try to perform cpr on you uh but thank you i'm still in the bathroom i still think you know what that's like 10 minutes after i don't know if i'm still gonna probably puke so i'm just yeah. i'm playing safe <laughs> <laughs> Matt's in the bathroom to the end of the movie. Yep. I'm doing CPR and and I, I end up it. puking all over Chris while trying to perform CPR. I, I use it as my excuse. Oh, uh, you know what? I don't feel so good. Just in case, I'm just gonna head to the bathroom and then I I come back at the credits. I um I I want to keep watching the movie though while I'm performing CPR. So. Okay. Uh, I'm like half-heartedly doing it. So do you like, yeah, do you like, do you like turn yourself? Do you start facing yeah. the, the theater screen or do you have to like kind of shimmy both you and Chris? Yeah. yeah I, in- I, I position Chris in, in a comfortable <laughs> position for myself to be watching that movie still. Paramedics uh, okay. come. I got this. I got this. All right. So when, when uh, do you bounce Kyle uh, in this? And film? I think I'd do a, I'd be a sympathetic puker. I think when she, uh, shoots her uh throw up all over the uh damien i i I'm like father oh, cares boy. yeah yeah i uh I, I say oh no and then i i think i just throw up right there and like in the seat <laughs> i don't make well, thank, it the bathroom thank well, god we watched this movie in 2021 and not 1973 uh, 73 yeah. <laughs> <Can>. <laughs> oh man um oh yeah matt mm-hmm. oh go ahead kyle sorry you were gonna ask matt something no i was well, just gonna say were there any other scary moments for you matt in this film film that we didn't talk about uh any other scary moments um i think whenever you're playing um languages in reverse or like when she mm. was speaking in tongues i thought that was uh was definitely like an unsettling moment but i'd say other than than that and kind of what else we've kind of touched on. I think it was pretty good. Pretty. pretty I didn't. Tame. I didn't write down the actress's name, but she was. She's an Academy Award-winning actress who did the voice, the possessed voice, 
in a recording booth. Oh. And I guess to like make it work. And the director was so freaked out by her by the end, he like refused to work with her ever again. <laughs> but she would like eat raw eggs and chain smoke and chug alcohol. But she was an alcoholic who was like clean and sober. Uh-huh. And but she's so she told the director, I need my priest to be here with me because i'm gonna like go way too far and get like totally drunk and i'm an alcoholic just to do this voice and she like went wild in the studio she, basically kind of sounds like it's one of those movies that needs a movie about making the movie there is hey let me tell you man oh my god <laughs> there is one i forget the name of it but uh there is an exorcist making of oh, documentary okay you can seek that out huh, time. maybe <laughs> uh <laughs> is it time for my my segment that i introduced last week oh are we is I, there, I thought we were is uh, there that is there a prettied up name for it or is it still <laughs> uh you know i only had a week to rethink it so <laughs> okay. okay fair enough it's time for everyone's favorite new segment things this movie makes a good case for okay uh we still we need to workshop that you need to workshop yeah, I, that title i, I think yeah um, we're creeping up to season three let's come back season three roaring in yeah we'll, we'll not knock it out of the park yep okay <laughs> uh before i should get into it did any of you you it sounds like well you maybe it, you uh, should remind our listeners yeah. and me what the segment's all about <laughs> well much like the title implies uh i make uh just a few notes about what this movie makes a good case for either doing or having or uh, in any way behaving for our characters in order to come out the other side uh, okay. alive and well from okay. whatever can I, troubles they can have. Can I fire off right away? Rip. Uh, crosses in the home. Holy water everywhere. Mm-hmm. Rosary beads around neck. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, Bible on the nightstand. Mm-hmm. Yep. Basically just surround yourself with uh, icons of the holy Mm-hmm. and you know just go maybe wrong? stave off the possession mm-hmm. there you go i, I like it uh matt uh two things uh one um don't have kids <laughs> yeah birth control <laughs> okay. yeah yeah there's that oh, so you know never have a kid so that yeah. you can never have a possessed kid um, <laughs> a blanket for like all these horror yeah, movies yeah. we do kids never come in handy pretty never. much yeah no never <laughs> um and two a little bit more obscure um, practice more boxing. Ooh, yeah. Father Karras could yeah. knock him out. Yeah, could have. <laughs> just, could have knocked just, him out if he was better at boxing. He, I think he yeah. socked Reagan that one time. He just knocked her cold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like this. All right, I'll, I'll hit you with a few. Uh, not having an attic. Um, oh, yeah. Attic. Okay. Sorry. I was going to ask this because uh, uh-huh. these types of attics are always in movies. Yeah, and I have never lived in a home with an attic like that. Have either really? of you ever been around one of those things? I yes. have. My my old Whoa. My house I grew up in had an attic. Really? I, never... I was in that home. I, that's a dangerous home. <laughs> I know. I think I didn't think about it then, but it really. I was living on the edge up there. Wow! It has one of those things you reach up with a stick and pull it down. Uh, so I never actually went up there, but I think Good, smart. Yeah, <laughs> you just <laughs> yeah, you just had to like push it up maybe, and then like and then it would come down. But yeah, I never bothered to want to go up there. I haven't like made a list or anything, but just off the top of my head, like Hereditary, that was a horrible place to be. Yeah. This movie, paranormal. I guess nothing too bad happened up there. Uh, right. I 
I guess it was just the demons screwing around with those noises up there. Yeah, because I mean, they never, yeah, they never like took you into the attic. They did. I thought they. Well, he she went up there, but um, and then the Matt, did you fall like asleep too? I may have. You know what? <laughs> no, it, it may have been one of the times I needed to use the restroom. Just in Why case. Why don't you pause the movie? You, it's you're watching at home. Is this so the I, I wanted to pretend it. I was in 1973 yeah. watching it in the theaters. <laughs> he did go throw up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was eating once again. Probably don't eat when you're watching this movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's a good one, Kyle. Uh, no addicts. Okay. Smart. No addicts. Um, We're gonna have a conversation too. You let me into your home growing up without warning me of that addict. <laughs> I didn't know that's, it was a big deal. That's like having a giant broadsword just mm-hmm. sitting there. That's a loaded you know, it's a gun. Thing. I had yeah, one of, loaded gun. Had both of those as well. Mm-hmm. A, yeah. a, you know, evil dog. Yeah. All these was, things. It was were all up in the attic. Was your sister possessed too? Uh, TBD. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I would like to add another um, thing, another case. Please go. Um, don't dig up things that you don't understand, or maybe like just kind of leave things where they are. Would be a good one. So you're just anti-archaeology. Yeah. Well, I mean, for the movies that I've watched, it was never a good idea to take out something. Uh, I have seen The Mummy quite a few times. Archaeology never gets a bad rap in, in a lot of movies. Well, Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones. He's like a cool archaeologist. Well, he gets a, that's, that's a good rap. I guess there's not many bad raps until... Like, like, like Getting all these artifacts usually involves a bunch of bad things. Mm-hmm. And, well, he always just wants to put it in a museum, but uh... <laughs> okay. Anyway, Kyle, do you have another do. whatever we're doing? Have <laughs> things this movie makes a good case for, Chris? You can uh, say it. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. Really, really <laughs> shorten it. Maybe is probably the better thing. But go on. All right. Uh, yeah, waiting rooms. Uh, I'm not sure why the the mom had to watch that the procedure where uh, her daughter was just getting uh, stabbed in the neck and that blood spurting. <laughs> so i think that's a good good thing to do and utilize it was the it was the 1970s it was everyone was fast and loose they have waiting rooms now (laughs) true they learned their lesson Mm -hmm. uh uh, let's see good dry cleaning available when dealing with the devil Mm -hmm. um, for the priests especially they're constantly getting thrown up on Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Satan's a mess on satin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I think actually, I think a good one is have like a course during maybe seminary or something for priests that has them play Xbox online against twelve year olds, so as to better withstand the verbal abuse that at <laughs> you. Yeah, he broke down really early. She's like, "Your mother's in hell." He's just like, "No, shut up." <laughs> yeah, so just kind of maybe a month long of just getting absolutely berated by <laughs> teenagers. Max von Sydow was like, "Are you kidding me, dude? It's been five minutes." He just like looked up, like shaking his head, like he was like, "Father Karras." The, the response, yeah. Father Karras. Yeah, so we'll look to implement that. Play 50 games of Fortnite or something, I don't know. <laughs> and that, that about wraps it up for me. Do, do you fellas have any, anything? No, else? I just, an observation is after doing this great bit, Yeah. Uh, basically how I am is the two priests, when they take that break, just slumped over in the stairwell, <laughs> just heavy breathing, yeah. not saying anything. That's how I feel after right. this this great bit. <laughs> Well, uh, it's time to get no, back in good. there, Chris, and finish the job. I think I'll, I'll love it even more once you come up with a great name, season three. We're one episode away. 
So I gotta I keep the name wait. for one more episode. Yeah, you can keep the you can keep okay. this nonsense for yeah. one more episode. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Can't see it, but I'm fist pumping. Okay. All right. Well, it's uh it's that time of the podcast. This whole thing is to make Kyle into a horror movie fan. And so, Kyle. Yes. My friend who made me enter into an attic home <laughs> with a possessed girl. A broadsword, loaded gun, and probably all these. Uh, probably yeah. a open house dude in the basement. <laughs> Thanks for being here, Matt. Oh yeah, Matt. Yeah, it's my thing. Matt. Yeah, well, you're about to forget. What? Matt, okay, no, I wasn't going to forget. I was building up to it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I just came back from the bathroom. It was a pretty scary moment. Yeah. What happened? Uh, Matt. Thanks for being here. As always. Oh, oh thank you. Thank you. Now, Kyle. Yeah. After watching The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Are you a horror movie fan? No, but yes, but I don't know. <laughs> I, have yes. I just was, but <laughs> yes, it's my movie. Okay, okay, I, I gotta go throw up. <laughs>